point click. Welcome oh, to your opponent. Good morning, everyone. It is April the 22nd, Thursday. Uh, you're listening to the Between the 94 podcast, but Mason and I are stepping out of the 94 real quick for this episode. Isn't that right, Mason? Yeah, dude, we're experimenting. Yeah, we'll, we'll see how it goes. Uh, it's just to, I guess, just to show you guys a little bit of of who we are and uh what what we like and but mason and i are drafting our top five movies um i mean obviously it's not going to be of all time because we haven't lived for all time yet i guess uh yeah i haven't seen every movie exactly and there's still movies to be made and movies to be seen so uh that's that's what we're doing um so we're gonna go ahead and just jump right into it um we're gonna do the coin toss again to see who goes first so we're doing top five um I w- I, you know mason i was actually gonna like text you the other day and be like hey can we do like series too or like but i guess we're just we're just strictly sticking to movies um, oh really then okay i might have to change one of my <laughs> oh is no, it actually a yeah that, that works no 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 it works it works yeah, is yeah, it a, I'll, l- I'll figure it out okay well <laughs> we'll we'll have like uh well i don't know we're probably gonna have plenty of bonuses at the end uh anyway so i mean because i i definitely have some series that i would love to to have in my in my list but um all right call it uh, call it and then I'll, I'll i'll do the coin toss again i'm gonna go tails because it worked for me last time tails never fails oh it's heads it's Damn heads it. well okay so i'm gonna have you go first why what do you mean you want I get it, to, man. I know exactly. So I get. What to if choose. I take your movie? I don't. I don't. I mean, my my movies are kind of like. Oh man. Okay, I'll go first. Don't whatever. take the risk, man. Yeah, if I all take right, your right, movie, right. I don't know if you're allowed to have it then. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. I'll go first. Um. So if you know me, huge horror junkie. Like it. it so I wasn't like. <sighs> When debating whether or not this should be in my top five, I was just like, this is the only horror movie I have in my top five. And I like am really into horror flicks, horror movies. Um, so I, I thought it was eh, kind of important to uh, kind of get this in here. Um, but number five, coming in hot, um, and I almost say that with a pun because in the movie Someone's on Fire, uh, is... 2018's Ari Aster's Hereditary. Oh, great pick! Oh my gosh. Um, did you did, you saw that? I I assume I saw I saw it in the theater. I saw it on a, like a Saturday 
afternoon by myself at oh, great. the local theater and that i was sounds... like i'm not gonna see this at night i'm gonna see it during the day because i know it's gonna freak me out and i i mean to be honest that sounds like a great time <laughs> oh, it was it was a great day yeah i just uh, and then i just listened to a podcast about it afterward it was, yeah, it was a really good saturday I, I oh dude that. so like okay so for those who haven't seen it hereditary it's a 2018 American supernatural horror drama film written and directed by Ari Aster. Um, I guess it's his feature film directorial debut. Did not know that. Uh, it stores Tony Collette, Alex Wolf, Millie Shapiro, and Gabriel Byrne as a family haunted by a mysterious presence after the death of their secretive grandmother. When the matriarch of the Graham family passes away, her daughter and grandchildren begin to unravel cryptic and increasingly terrifying secrets about their ancestry, trying to outrun the sinister fate they have inherited. Uh, came out 2018 in January. I mean, what to say about this movie? So it's like, I, I that do you remember the scene with the piano wire and her just like sawing off her her neck with that piano wire? Yeah, it was. That was. It's, like, it's a brutal movie, and it, it's, it's. It's almost like I. I didn't. I was. I was going in into it thinking I would get a lot of like jump scares, and it would be. Mm-hmm. But it was more just like. It, it was creepy and disturbing for sure, but it was also just sad. You know, it was just such oh, a. Yeah. It's. It's a movie about like grief and oh, yeah. and like how it tears families apart, and. You know, not to give. I guess we are giving stuff away because, <laughs> yeah. but you know, yeah, it, it was, it's, um, the, the, the scene with the daughter is like, you know, that's an image that like was just burning in my head for, oh it still my. is honestly, like I can't oh see that, God. especially because that, that actress, that, that girl, she has a very like distinct face. Yes. So totally. to see it apart from her body was, was pretty jarring. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that's, it's a great movie. Really a great performance. Yeah. Tony Collette killed it. Mm-hmm. The Naked Brothers band, the younger boy, the Alex Wolf, he crushed it. Um, Isn't you ever watched weird? that show growing up? Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Naked Brothers band. Oh my! They're Lord. both good actors. Nat Wolf is a good actor too. Um, yeah, yeah. I yeah. bet they were actors, and then they're like, "We're putting you in a show where you're going to be a band." I think that was the, you know, <laughs> like I feel like they were actors before they were musicians. I'm sure. But I don't know. I'm sure. I don't know though. Someday Maybe. someone's going to write the Naked Brothers band biography. That's going to be no. and or or. They're gonna have a biopic, and we're all gonna watch it. So yeah, they play but themselves. Yeah. Exactly. But as Quick. kids. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> like how Will Smith in uh, in that one movie um, plays his what, younger self or whatever. Oh, plays his younger self. Oh, yeah. oh, uh, Gemini. Gemini, right? yes, <laughs> Gemini man, Gemini man, Gemini man. Um, yeah, I never saw it. But yeah, yeah, me neither. Quick, uh, quick little, I guess statement to throw in there obviously there's going to be some spoiler alerts so if you haven't seen any of these movies um i guess watch the movie and then listen to the podcast um i mean otherwise how can you really how how can you grade our top five you know what i mean exactly Um, don't judge us exactly yeah yeah, yeah. but like the thing about hereditary um like I remember reading reviews about it and stuff, and they're just like, "Yeah, it's the uh, the modern day exorcism, like it's the exorcist of our time." Um, but have you seen the movie Midsummer? So that's what I was going to ask you about. I personally, I like Midsummer more than or Midsummer, whatever you say. However you yeah, say yeah, yeah. I like that more than Hereditary. Yeah. I, for me, I think it was just because of the. I think for me, it was like the setting of Hereditary. Like, um, yeah. 
what it, it's like in this little rural town um and and as opposed to midsomar midsomar is in this like colorful vibrant i mean i guess that's what adds to the creepiness of it especially like the i remember the first scene that really had me like oh my god what the fuck is this is like when those two uh elders like jumped off the cliff and like you see yeah, the legs just was... complete oh dude i i whatever i was eating or drinking i more than likely spit back out at that point that exactly. was yeah. oh my lord and that's a really good point you made about how and i think that's why i love midsummer so much is like it manages to be terrifying in all during the day like you know know, the days are so long they're like it it was i was like why am i so freaked out usually the Mm -hmm. sun is like your ally especially horror movies like you're like all right i know this is a day scene so maybe not not a lot of crazy stuff's gonna happen in this scene but it was just it almost added to it it made it feel just so like wrong that all this weird like demented stuff was happening when the sun was out um, no, Ari totally. Aster is like I am gonna follow that guy's career forever. Oh my he's lord, a genius and um, yeah, and also like Florence Pugh, Jesus Christ, she oh, yeah, is yeah, yeah. like a top five. Like she's, I mean, obviously like you know, yeah, she's a fantastic actress. Yeah, and, she gets a uh, lot of hate for some reason, no? Really? I, yeah, I haven't, I haven't, I haven't heard that much. I don't know. Oh. I think she's wonderful. Um, my friend, my roommate, and I had a debate recently about who was a better actress between her and. Uh, oh, what's her name? I can't think. Um, what movie is she in? Anya Taylor Joy, from the Queen's oh, Gambit. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I said, and, uh, and, and the witch, Florence Pugh. Yeah, the witch. She was great in the witch. Yeah, the witch was awesome. Yeah, I mean, like, really it's good. it's one of those movies where you just like you're kind of along for the ride, and then at the very end, you're like, oh, this is creepy. Yeah, yeah. Black like, Phillip. what? Yeah. yeah. Oh, dude, yeah, that was that was a good one. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. Did you see uh, the Lighthouse? There. I did not. Is it good? Oh, dude, it's is the same it director good? as The Witch, and it's it's fantastic. Yeah, it's, it's okay. so just ridiculous, but okay. in, in the best way. Because I'm, I'm, I'm when it comes to those like you know those like black and white movies, I'm always just like okay, I'm kind of I'm kind of cautious about those. Um, yeah, yeah. It's like, are you doing this for a purpose? Or are you just trying to be like yes, for the aesthetic? Exactly. But no, it it definitely serves a purpose, and it's it's shot in like the like the four by three aspect ratio too. So it's okay. got like the black bars on the sides, and but it's ah. yeah. It's, it's really really good robert pattinson right. and willem dafoe yeah willem dafoe dude he's he's great he's great yeah, yeah. um but the, the so i got when i watched hereditary i got super into it i actually downloaded the like script and everything and i read through it and i it became even more creepy to me because there were um there were aspects that i couldn't because everything, you know, in, in a script, everything is, like, all written out, like, the meanings and everything. And even the bird that um, that, that girl killed uh, and cut off the head, like, that... The, the daughter even, does? Yeah. I don't like, I need to rewatch it, then. I can't remember the bird stuff. That, that, that bird was... Even the, the, I guess, specific species that it was, like, it, it pertained to the actual story and interesting dude it's it's insane it's so crazy and the way that it's filmed too where it's just like in the beginning where um it's the dollhouse right it's Mm -hmm. that um it's uh the mom's i guess hobby or or i guess that's her work right is creating those kinds of uh lifelike uh dollhouses and stuff just 
having the camera just kind of like run through the hallways of that and the doorways and everything and then it brings you into the actual house of the family and you're just like okay this is going to be a creepy movie i just love it all the way around um should we do you think we should grade it too from like um, sure yeah i mean i I, for me i think all of these are like you know nine or tens like i wouldn't go below that yes so it's weird uh, yeah let's okay i guess we could just skip that but yeah that's my top five uh or my fifth one in my top five uh it great movie i love horror flicks i will never not watch a horror movie if anyone ever suggests yeah no i i I (laughs) couldn't agree more um, I actually thought about putting Midsommar up up there, but oh, I've only nice. seen it twice, so I want to like really I've like all these movies that are on my list. I've seen them like I've seen I've seen them dozens of times, so I feel like more <clears throat> secure with like my choice. But right, um, right, yeah. All right, uh, all right. Let's hear it, Mason. So I number five, I'm gonna go with um, Call Me by Your Name. Uh, oh, I can't pronounce. I always have trouble with the director's name, so I'm gonna just pull it up here um because he's italian uh i think it's luca guada 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 luca yeah yeah um but uh yeah it's it's about uh it stars army hammer yikes uh and <laughs> and Chalamet, yeah uh in uh, i like him Oh, he's he's one of my favorite actors um mm. and i'm so excited for dune oh my god that that's oh yes I'm really, I really hope that they don't do the the HBO Max garbage with that. I know it's like up in the air right now, but I really hope that they only put that in theaters. Um, <laughs> yeah. Sorry, tangent. Um, uh, but yeah, it's. I love how it's shot. It's set in the '80s. It's about a, a teenage boy who falls in love with his dad's uh, graduate student. Um, and uh, yeah, and it's just. I love how it's shot. I love the setting. It's like it. I want to go to Italy so bad. Never been, but that movie <laughs> makes me want to travel and just like ride bikes. Um, and yeah, yeah the acting right. is is fantastic it's there's like small details like about that you wouldn't catch on first watch there's like a whole there's a fly motif that like you just see a fly every now and then and like it, it, there's a lot of symbolism behind that ah. and, um and the book is fantastic too i read the book in my junior year of college uh and it's ah, yeah interesting it, it, it holds up and the book is cool because it um it goes past the movie like that they re they they meet each other again uh in the like when they're in their 40s or something and and it's yeah it's so that i think because there was a second movie in the works like there was already set to to be made um with army hammer and timothy chalamet and then that that (laughs) uh it's nothing that's gonna happen now with uh with the uh with the army hammer army hammer controversy uh oh god yeah creepy creepy weird possibly cannibal guy yeah so um that kind (laughs) of taints it for me but you know i think i've (laughs) It's kind of like so, Kanye West. I mean, it's not as yeah. Kanye isn't as bad as I don't think he's eaten anybody. Although I wouldn't put it past him. Um, but like, I kind of just <laughs> I separate the art from the artist, and um, yeah, it's it's one of my one of my favorite movies. I for one, unfortunately, I haven't seen it. Um, I should, should probably go yeah, do that. Yeah, it's I should good. probably do that. Um, but is it like so? Were you drawn more towards it because uh, so you read the book? And you saw it coming out in the big screen, and you were just like, that I have to watch. I saw the movie before I read the book. Um, oh, oh, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. And I just saw it because it was, I think it was already, like, the Oscars had already been announced, the nominations had already been announced. 
um, or if they were just about to, and like it was like you know it was clearly one of the best movies of the year. People were reviewing it, and um, yeah, I saw it. It was weird. I remember. I think I saw it with. This would be cool actually if we like if can we can remember like where we saw these movies, but um, I oh, think I for the first time I saw it in a theater with my. A bunch of my girlfriend at the time, a bunch of her friends, but not oh my not my God. girlfriend. Like she didn't go with us, so it was like me and three of her friends, which oh, we, we were friends too. We Interesting. Were like in the, yeah, yeah. This yeah. was high school at the time, so we were like in the same class. Gotcha, and stuff, gotcha. But yeah, or maybe it was like freshman year of college. I can't remember. Yeah, it must have been because it's came out in 2017. So uh, maybe I was home for winter break. Maybe that's probably what it was. Um, I see, I see. But uh, yeah, and so it was a weird, it was a weird experience. You know, <laughs> it, it a, a lot of what a movie, how you take in a movie is like who you see it with. But, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, it was, it, it definitely left an impact on me, and I've seen it like five times since. So uh, ah, yeah, interesting. Yeah. Wow. Okay. I mean, I gotta watch this one then. Um, yeah, solid movie. Okay. So it says uh, I'm I. I'm looking at its Wikipedia page, and it says this film is the final installment of Guadagnino's thematic Desire trilogy after I Am Love that came out in 2009 and A Bigger Splash. Yeah, I haven't seen either of those. Um, okay. I, okay. I, want to, I want to go back and watch. And he, he also did a, a TV show on HBO called We Are Who We Are um, and explores like, I've heard of that. Uh, transgenderism and, and, and a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. So, uh, But I watched the first four episodes of that and i never came back to it so that i gotta do too um but yeah it didn't it didn't the show like it was good but it didn't catch me like like call me by your name did um mm-hmm. uh so yeah but uh yeah that is my number five tim like there's this one netflix movie that i saw with timothy and uh i think robert pattinson was in it too it was like um uh it was the one where he's like a it's like medieval times or whatever yes. and he's like a king yeah i haven't seen it oh, yet, but. oh my god that's uh, it's a it's a great movie yeah um, is it like an action movie or, or like not action but like a war battle uh, sort of thing or yeah yeah definitely political? there's there's some stuff yeah there's some um i guess war action in um in that movie but it's more like yeah political like kind of drama uh drama filled it's it's cool it's a good watch um especially if you like those kinds of like um medieval times movies uh it's a good it's I think it's it's something that you should uh, put on your list. I would say, uh, but as as, <laughs> as far as Army Hammer, there's like, um, it sounds like I'm saying Arm and Hammer if I say it fast enough. You know what's crazy, dude? He is one of the heirs to the no, Arm and Hammer fortune. No, I, he's I, not. I swear to God, I pro- he is like the the nephew of the guy or the great nephew of the guy who founded it, and he is like generation generationally rich. Uh, <laughs> so that's okay. And they're like, we're gonna name you Army. Army, <laughs> is, dude. Yeah, so that it's it's so it's such a weird like you couldn't make that up. You know, it sounds like a oh joke. Oh my but, lord, yeah. that was lit. I that was literally supposed to be a joke. Like I yeah. did not think <laughs> that that's actually why. Okay, interesting. Yeah. But in 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 the wake of like his controversy or whatever, there's like a bunch of uh, videos now like showing him like joking like on The Tonight Show or whatever, how he's just like, yeah, uh, something about like eating someone's ribs or something. And I'm just like, dude, that did not age well at all. Yeah, like, no, at all. not at all. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he was playing with fire there, I think. Yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. Let's see how far I can push this. God yeah. damn. Um, yeah. All right, cool. Um, so that was your number five. Um, I gotta watch it. I gotta watch it. 
um, it, it would have created for better dialogue as well if I watched it. No, no, no. I like just, that like, we talk can about it. explain it to each other. Yeah, especially if the, maybe the listeners haven't seen it. So, True, true. Um, oh, well, okay. So if you're going to say where... So for Hereditary, I definitely streamed it on my computer. I know I probably yeah. should have watched it in the theater or something, but I just watched it with my... My, my wife and I are huge, like, horror horror flicks, flick people, I guess. Um, so anything horror will like that's the if we want to watch a movie that's the first genre we look for is this horror um and then if there's nothing good out we'll just go for something else but um horror is our go-to all right so for my number four uh this one okay so this (laughs) this one came out in 2007 so I, I remember, I, I know a couple weeks ago we were talking about how like you were just like surprised that you didn't know that I was 30. Um, so this one came out in August of 2007 and that was um, the beginning of my senior year. So it was like we still had like a week or so of, uh, of summer, but this one came out at the beginning of the very start of my senior year. So I, I was kind of like attached to it in that sort of way, but my, my number four is super bad. And Dude, that was so close to making my list. Oh my god, I was literally, literally. I had it typed out and I, I took it away. <laughs> yeah, ah, good, good pick, great pick. <laughs> so super bad is like, and so like the rest of my senior year, it was just I was just trying to play it out like super bad, but obviously it didn't happen. Um, but if you if you have not seen it, uh, super bad. 2007. Wait, so who, what, you're trying to play it out? Did you want to be McLovin? Did you want to be? Uh, I didn't. I, San, I just, uh, Evan or or uh, not really Seth. like any of not really any of those guys <laughs> but like per se but like just right. to have those kinds of like like for example like harold and kumar wanted to have that kind of like adventure and in, in, sure yeah yeah um but super bad came out in 2007 um jonah hill michael Sarah, and uh christopher mintz Plas? Plats, Plaze, Plots. Plaze, yeah. That was, I think that was his like debut or something, right? In that film. Yeah, uh, fun fact he went to my high school. He was like three <sighs> or four years ahead of me. He was in the drama department. Yeah, yeah. So cool. so when you were a freshman, he was a, a senior. Did you see Did you see him at all? Actually, like... you know, that's impossible because, no, yeah, there's no. Yeah, way. I was like... Yeah, no, 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 no. I'm sorry. He was probably more like eight or nine years ahead of me now that I think about it. Yeah. <laughs> Because if it came out, yeah, if, if he was probably like 20, 20 years old uh, and super bad, so something, yeah, there's yeah. no way. Damn, he's um, old. That's crazy. He's he's pretty old. He's a pretty old guy. Um, but he I still looks. Actually... He was in. Um, have you seen a? It just came out. Promising young woman. No. With a, Is it good? Um, yeah, he's it was thirty-one. Really good. By the way. Okay. Yeah. Um. Uh. With um. Why can't I think of her name? Uh. Michelle. No, not Michelle Williams. Um. Carrie Mulligan. Uh, but it's he he's in that and he plays like a really creepy like dude um <laughs> but yeah it was so i was like mclovin and it, <laughs> he's like oh my lord but he looks exactly the same he hasn't aged a day you know obviously he's got that oh movie. yeah it's yeah, like paul rudd like, exactly yeah um <laughs> except he instead of being stuck at like 30 he's stuck at like 16 <laughs> you know uh, <laughs> he's stuck sucks. as a high school kid exactly yeah yeah but um, yeah, keep going yeah, 2007 came out in 2007, directed by Greg Matola, produced by Judd Apatow, of course. Uh, film stars Jonah Hill, Michael Sarah, um, as Seth and Evan, two teenagers about to graduate from high school. Before graduating, the boys want to party and lose their virginity, but their plan proves harder than expected. Um, so apparently, so it's written by Seth Rogen and Evan Goldberg. 
This script began development when they were 13 years old, which is kind of crazy, and was loosely based on their experience in the 12th grade at Point Grey Secondary School in Vancouver during the 90s. Um, the main t- characters were given this, the the names as the two writers, obviously, um, Seth and Evan. Um, so, I mean, if you haven't seen this movie, what are you doing? First and foremost, um, go watch this movie. It's a it when it came out, it's like instant classic, instant classic. Um, it's it's I don't yeah, I, it's, I, it's probably the movie I quote. I mean, maybe the other movies on my list I quote more, but this I I, I think I quote like daily like the oh and, and there's some stuff you can't you can't say anymore but the, the stuff that you yeah. can't like <laughs> i i will never use the phrase i gotta get a glimpse of these warlocks about a woman's oh breast my God. but i use that phrase for everything else <laughs> like oh my god if, if there's like a plane flying by yeah. i'm like oh, i gotta get a glimpse <laughs> of these warlocks. <laughs> <laughs> like it's it's just it's perfect it works for everything <laughs> it's, it's a great especially um because what uh dave franco and his little cameo i don't know if you consider that a cameo but he has like that little yeah that little part of it in the soccer yeah. soccer field <laughs> that was like eight years ago asshole <laughs> nobody forgets <Yeah. laughs> it's it's great like so many one-liners uh that you could just drop at any given time throughout yeah, the day yeah. um it's uh, do you remember where you where you saw this one? Oh, i probably there was a time period like like this is kind of not personal but like right after my parents got divorced like at, whenever i would have weekends with my dad we would just watch movies like maybe like five mm-hmm. movies in a weekend and at oh, one nice. point we just did all the honestly i was probably too young but we did like all the apatow movies um and so like yeah we did super bad and i was just crying you know and it, it was like yeah, yeah. so and the stuff i laughed at then now i laugh at different stuff now like it's just like it's, <laughs> it's very layered and it's good for I think it's a very good like intro to adult comedy, I guess, if you're like on that fringe of, you know, like I'd say if you're 12, 13, like, yeah, it's going to be a little raunchy and you're going to like mm-hmm. learn mm-hmm. some stuff that you maybe wouldn't have otherwise known. But it, it I think it and also it's just like what you you made a great point of, you know, mimicking your high school experience after it like it. Yeah, I think it's probably it captures high school better than most movies do. You know, it's oh, not yeah. like romanticized. It's not. Mm-hmm you know like over the top um it's it's super awkward which is like so it it just works so well like the the um michael sarah and um not jules the other uh becca becca yeah becca's a bitch uh, becca's- <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know um, i'm tired of you always talking yeah, shit about yeah. becca me, man. me too yeah <laughs> <laughs> me too uh, <laughs> oh can you get this i forgot my wallet yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the the slurpy. Yeah, oh my god, it's it's the red but no, it, it's it's so just accurate and it's funny great. and relatable and it's um, great. Yeah, it's a really really good movie. Well it's, acted. Yes, yes. They they couldn't have chosen better actors to yeah. to kind of fit that bill. Well, I guess uh, originally Seth was going to play himself, but he just looked too old. He said so. They're like, let's oh, of put course, Jonah yeah. in there, and then and Seth. You know, uh, it's such a great tr- move to make him him and Bill Hader the cops because they're oh my god, just just iconic, man. It's so funny. so great. Oh my goodness, especially when they run Jonah Hill over and just tell yeah. him <laughs> grab his hand like a sister. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, that, <laughs> like a little sister. Like yeah. a little sister. <laughs> that that is what I quote so yeah. much. Like yeah, I just, I'll, 
um but especially when like he's in <laughs> he's in that uh, what is it the that home cooking class and he's just like he yeah, goes off on this mo- this mon like knowing like i'm sorry for cursing and yeah. like you could you could tell you can tell in that what am i gonna need to make second, tiramisu <laughs> what am i gonna ever need to make tiramisu uh he's yeah. like everybody only takes this class to get an a and everybody yeah. knows it <laughs> And, and like you could tell at the very end of that entire rant, like he wants to laugh so so oh, yeah. bad. And I'm sure I, I'm, it's a lot of improv- improvisation, and yeah, oh, yes. Yeah. And I'm sure a lot of people off camera were laughing too. You know, oh like, my he lord, just went dude. Off. Yeah, great movie. Um, great movie. I, great pick. I, I guess we should also produce by Judd Apatow and Shauna Robertson. Um, mm-hmm. uh, it, the great movie. Great, great movie. Uh, if you yeah. have not seen it, please, please go watch it. Uh, yeah. yeah just i i might oh man i i i'm gonna have to I, i'm glad you you took that because i'm now i regret not bringing it up but i'm glad that you did so we could still talk about it nice um all right so my number four um i i'm gonna get like the hate of all film school people now oh, god and, like, i you know i can't i I'm so po- popular movies and you know like post movies that are hung up on like a freshman dorm room wall yeah yeah i think there's a reason that they're so universally beloved and <laughs> this is like a genuinely like fantastic movie I, I i mean i think i don't think that's even like a hot take i think it's just that like oh wow i can't like great very you know unique pick but um i i love pulp fiction i you know it's like oh, it's fantastic it's, it's so good oh, of course of course um I, I know that it's like everybody's favorite and like I, I was I was torn between that and um and Inglorious Bastards. I was like I have to have a Tarantino oh movie my on here. God. I, yeah, yeah. I love Inglorious Bastards. Yeah, would you say do you do you think you like that better than Pulp Fiction or like uh, I, I think those are his just, two best for sure. But Yeah, yeah, cuz like um, Inglorious Bastards came out more when I was like it, like I I guess of cuz Pulp Fiction came out when, you know? 95. Um, Exactly. Yeah. Either 94 or 95. Yeah. Um, but I mean, that that doesn't take away anything from that movie. Um, it's just because I was more, I'm, what, I'm going to watch Pulp Fiction at five years old and understand right, yeah, everything that's going on. scarred for life after yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's, it's especially at the, the, that, towards the end scene with uh, Bruce Willis coming in with the sword. But, yeah, um, yeah. But, oh my God, Pulp Fiction. That's, yeah. I, it, that, that movie especially samuel l jackson just like big kahuna burger like that yeah, i'll yeah. just say like <laughs> at random points of, of time during the day yeah. like may, may i have your your drink to wash down this delicious Tasty burger burger yeah oh, my <laughs> lord yeah no um it's and that that he the does he look like a bitch that, that <laughs> line is now like a tiktok sound too so it's 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 uh they're keeping it alive a meme a meme too like it's just yeah a, oh yeah oh yeah the uh, silhouette of of uh sam jackson and and um john travolta and john travolta like holding yeah. the guns up that's like iconic too yeah, yeah um yeah. no it's 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 fantastic i mean written and directed by quentin tarantino i have a soft spot for it also because it's shot almost entirely in the san fernando valley in la uh um, ah. which is i i, I rep that for life the 818 let's go nice um, nice but uh so that yeah like my dad another movie actually i watched with my dad um we were at my grandma's house and I think he was hesitant to show it to me. I think I was. <laughs> As he should have been. <laughs> yeah. I, I want to say I was like 12, maybe Especially, a little older. Yeah. Um, 
but yeah, he literally cited the scene you're talking about, the the gimp scene with the you know the the oh, the, the, the the guys you got the ball in the mouth and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I was, uh, but I I I I loved it. I thought I think Quentin Tarantino is the best writer of dialogue in any movie I've seen. Like I think he's just it's it's like so addicting to to like hear his words read in mm-hmm. the pace and the cadence that they are, and like he's so good at picking i don't know how much of a hand i'm pretty sure he has a huge hand in like how he casts his movies at least now of um, course yeah have you seen once like, upon a time in hollywood yeah yeah i liked yeah. it i i think it was long um and it, you know it's obviously another like love letter to la so i'm i was yeah. in a soft spot for that like spawn ranch where he goes to yeah um i have like like a family friend who used to work no. there so it's like it's so weird how many ties there are um and yeah that that Jesus. area is like right like maybe 10 minutes from my house um so but no yeah yeah um it was good i just then the ending scene to once upon a time in hollywood was fantastic oh uh, yeah oh yeah with the dog food can <laughs> uh, oh my god um but yeah pulp Brent fiction Pitt. like yeah 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 um you know john travolta killed it sam jackson mm-hmm. like, iconic performance iconic oh, reading. Yes. um uma thurman uma thurman crushed it yeah um yep ving rames awesome like you yes. don't even see him for half the movie or you just hear that you hear his voice and that's all you need yeah um don't worry about it jules i'm yeah. on the motherfucker yeah <laughs> <laughs> um uh weird tarantino like where he p- puts himself in his own movies he had a weird role where he's like when they're trying to hide the body that was kind of or you know uh, yeah, clean, clean the car um but you know like other than that like it's just um yeah, it's iconic. Bruce Willis, it's like Willis, one of the best cast yeah. of all time and, and the there's so many scenes that yeah, yeah, that you yeah. just um and I love, you know, obviously the how it's filmed out of order, like or the you know, it's not in chronological order and yeah, yeah. it just keeps you guessing and um yeah, it's it's so addicting, it's so rewatchable. Um Oh yeah. Shout out to the the ringer, that's like my favorite podcast, is the rewatchables and this movie's gotta be up there. Like it's just especially because it's in the little vignettes, like if it's on cable or something, you're just like, oh, I want to. I'm just gonna watch the, the jewels and and um, yes, and and um, is her name Mia? Yeah, Mia. The Mia. jewels and Mia part, and then I'll be done. You know, like I'll just I'll just get that in and get out. And it's it's so it's rewarding on its own. But then, mm-hmm. you know, like when they see each other after the boxing match, it's like, oh yeah, they were just they just had that that crazy night together. Um, so it's yeah, great movie. Yeah, it uh, is. Um, have you have you seen Reservoir Dogs? Yes, I've seen every Tarantino movie okay. except okay. for Death Proof. Uh, oh, I, I haven't I, seen Death Proof. I've either. heard it's like his worst one, but yeah, other than that, I've, <laughs> yeah, it's he's he's great. I mean, uh, another uh, it's kind of I'm there's like a creep on every single one of my mentions now or every single one of my movies, but like he's probably a weird dude. I'm sure he has like a lot of there have been like some not like you know anything um, sort of predatorial, but like very. Uh, just creepy just weird stuff some people have come out and talked about him but um mm-hmm. i mean he's a he's a genius in terms of you know writing and directing um, yeah 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 I, I mean we could talk about inglorious bastards too if you want because i mean that movie is just like yeah i was really close like, to having mine that on my list but like yeah. that's that that's it's what he's known for obviously but i just love love the long drawn out intros in tarantino films like mm-hmm. it's Oh my God! Like especially in Inglorious Bastards, where he's just you know that uh, 
that the Frenchman's just doing his laundry, I think, or something. And then he he's, sees the... Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Or he's the chopping milk, wood milk or something. Farmer. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's that one. Oh, my God. And ah, I can't believe I forgot his name, but that Nazi officer. Um, Christoph Waltz. Christoph. Oh, he's great. Yeah, he's... He's and he's, in Django. He's he's, he's Django, yeah, he's, yeah. And that's like I love when Tarantino like picks a guy, picks an actor, an actress, puts them in a role them. and yeah. then like well sticks with them but then like flips like has them do something almost entirely mm-hmm. different. Like he I mean it's he's got the same like kind of charm, I guess, which is weird to say about a Nazi, but like <laughs> like some that some some like quality that makes you want to no, like totally. keep watching him, you know. Yeah. Um and he has that in Django, but then it's like now I can root for him. You know, it's, like, and, and like, it's, so it's, it's cool how he, like, kind of puts these guys in different, or, like, Sam Jackson, you yes. know, like, you, you hate him in Django, but you love him in Pulp Fiction, so Pulp Fiction. It, and he, he does a really good job of, of putting actors in different, different yeah. scenarios, um, yeah. Yeah, as, as far as, I, I, I totally know what you mean when you're, like, as weird as it is saying a Nazi officer could be charming, but, like, um, when he is trying to, I guess, negotiate his, his, safety and security after yes. like yeah uh when he was just like how do you how do you americans say he's like that's a bingo like i yeah <laughs> I, I quote that also i'm just like oh, that's great. a bingo like it's yeah. it's such a good such a good i guess little uh character development piece right there um yeah for for christoph waltz i mean oh man there's so many things you could say about like all of his films and inglorious bastards and um just how in general though like overall how did you how did you feel about uh, Django I love Django yeah I think okay. I that that I saw in the, in the theater with also my dad all of these have been with my dad um <laughs> yeah and I I think my roommate too actually my current roommate I think I saw it with him and my dad uh it, it, yeah I loved it I think it's um I don't uh, yeah no I, I have nothing bad to say about Django I think like Jamie Foxx was was really really good in it I almost because I remember there was like some controversy about uh will will smith was originally supposed to play that role Uh and for whatever reason he backed out and so jamie fox was the the second choice i I really am glad that it was jamie fox because i i can't picture will smith it just would have been a different movie (laughs) the first like it would have felt yeah yeah Yeah. um but jamie fox has like this kind of like uh, like curiosity like he's like very like he seems just very like he he adapts so quickly like as you know from going from like a slave to a bounty hunter and like mm-hmm. you can just see him like learning and, and taking everything in from from Christoph Waltz's character in that movie and um, yeah yeah Will Smith just seems like too like too confident you know um in, I know a, in a different mean. way yeah um yeah. but uh yeah love that movie he definitely seems more fit for like a Gemini man role. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's got to play at least two characters. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. Um, so, okay. Before top three, do you want to, cause I feel like there's so much importance on top three, my top three, I feel like you're going to be like, what in the world are you even talking about right now, Sam? No, you'd be but, surprised, man. Mine's going to be pretty weird. Too. At least my okay. number three is really weird. So then do you want to throw in like series that we favor, like before we get into our, our top three movies? Um, yes. Because I feel like series, like, that's... Oh, but what? My, my, well, my one of, I'm not going to say where it lands, but one of my movies is in that series. So, if that... Interesting. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, please, go ahead. Okay, so, uh, I only have three series that I, I thought of right on the top of my head that, um, 
I guess I truly, truly love, um, I guess for different reasons, obviously, but number um, number three, I'll go backwards, I guess. Number three. Wait, and can I guess th- them? Can I, I'm going to say that you're three. I know okay. that Lord of the Rings is one of them, right? No, no, no. Wait, no, it's we're not. going. Oh, no. Oh, ser- oh, I meant like what TV series. What did you mean series. by series? Oh, like television. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah. Oh, please go. Okay, yeah. Oh, my Lord bad. of the Rings is amazing. Oh, my God. Yeah, I love Lord yeah. of the Rings. Um, <laughs> unfortunately, that's not in my top three, though. But that's... Oh, my God. I love Lord gotcha, of the Rings. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, do you still want to guess them? Because they're... I, I oh, don't know okay. how well, random now, okay. they would be, but... Are... are, 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 are we, is Game of Thrones on there? No, it's not. One of them... Is, uh, uh, is Mad a, Men, Sopranos... I'm just nope, naming nope. all the... The Wire? No. Uh, I tried watching The Wire. Breaking Bad. No, that was actually okay. that's actually that should be one of them. But it's not, okay, I'm just gonna. So the first one I think is just because of like sentimental reasons, like Futurama. Um, oh yeah, yeah. I, I people always have this debate like Simpsons or Futurama. I'm Futurama 100 of the time. Always, I favor Futurama a lot more than The Simpsons. Um, I've been watching it since I was a kid, since it came out, pretty much. Um, Fry, Bender, Dr. Zoidberg, uh, Professor Farnsworth, those, they have very quotable lines and things that they repeat a lot uh, in every episode. Um, What else, what more can you say about Futurama? Just go watch it if you haven't. Number two, number two and three were kind of like, it was kind of tied. But number two, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Fantastic show. Brilliant show. Like... Like I am a golden god. (laughs) This isn't a starter car. This is a finisher car. (laughs) There's like, what can you? Oh my god. There's so. If you're talking about quotable shows or quotable movies, like don't you cannot look any further than it's always sunny. Like, what is all this in your trunk? My my tools. I need to have my tools. Tools. (laughs) (laughs) There's zip ties in here, Dennis. Yeah, my Uh, tools. uh, Um, (laughs) like. Imagine, like, imagine that show coming out now. You know what I mean? When, I mean, it's still it. It's still going. I, that's what's crazy. That's what's so. That's what and it, they managed to that's, top themselves. Like, my, I, I actually binged that a year, less, probably less than, no, maybe like a little over a year ago. And my girlfriend at the time had been trying to get me to watch it for like months. And I was like, it's what? just so daunting. It's so many episodes. And we finally started. I'm like, okay, yes, yeah, first two seasons is funny. I can see the appeal. And she's like, no, just please, oh, like, it gets progressively more absurd oh my god and as you get to know the characters and they're so good how about your mother's very good at this too where like they're just so good at callbacks and references yes. to <laughs> to older episodes like it, it's so rewarding when mm-hmm. like one of the mcpoils show up you know like it's, it's like oh yeah, you know it's like or like i always forget the 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 priest name that he becomes like the the homeless uh, like the homeless guy cricket I was gonna say flea yeah cricket um, <laughs> like whenever cricket shows up I'm like ah oh, buddy you know like it's like, so he gets progressively like wh- like whether it he be loses his, an his eye skin. yeah oh, he's <laughs> he gets burned yeah yeah oh my god you gotta fake um, it out in the streets and, fake it yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, no but and the cast is just fantastic like. Charlie Day and, and Glenn Howard. There's like, and like dude, yeah, there's like so many like, um, I guess actors and actresses that have passed by in that show. I mean, first of all, like in the in the first season, there's no Danny DeVito, and and right. I guess he like caught wind of it and immediately like jumped on board and was just like, this is gold. 
Um, I honestly I don't know the backstory to it all, but I'm I guarantee you. No, something that's pretty like much that. it. Yeah, he yeah. just was a fan and and he hopped on the show. I, I imagine, dude, like that that would be so crazy. And then like um like you mentioned the McPoyles, like that that the main McPoyle, like that actor, he's been in like so many movies, dude. Yeah, so many shoot yeah. series. Um, I, uh, who else? Like, there's so many. There's just so many people that have, whether it just be an episode or, um, uh, I guess, keep coming back, uh, in different episodes and have uh, more than one, I guess. But the waitress. The waitress, yeah. I mean, dude, it, it took me a while. Like, I didn't know that her and Charlie were actually like married uh, in real life, mm-hmm. um, and which even adds more humor to the fact that she despises him in the series. Yeah, it's so funny. And then it. Well, added and Mac a, and Sweet D are married in real life too. They it's have crazy. a kid. They have a yeah. kid that I remember when I saw that episode where uh, they dedicated the the episode to that kid. Uh, he had, we shared the same birthday, September first. I thought that was oh, crazy. No way. Yeah, um, and then it was even more creepy slash funny that uh, in the Dennis system episode, Dennis is married to that girl uh, oh, who yeah. plays the pharmacist. Yeah. So yeah. it's it, oh my god! It's just that that show has it checks all the boxes for me. Yeah. No, it's, um, it's hilarious. We could literally talk about it's always sunny all day. But my number one. Uh, TV series I guess it's a stretch of his entire career is all everything Anthony Bourdain no reservations um, uh, a cook's tour uh, parts unknown like everything everything I just love like yeah I gotta I gotta commit to that more like I gotta dive in and and I want to like read his writing as well like I just really want to like because he seems, sounds like such an interesting guy, and I, I mm-hmm. wish I'd known more about him before he passed away. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I definitely want to. It's because like, I love it, food, you know. I, who doesn't like food and travel? Yeah, like, exactly. Um, that's another great like, super bad line. It's like saying you don't like. Or no, that's not super bad. Sorry, a different movie. Continue. <laughs> <laughs> it's but everything that he's like. Ah, it's just so like he's really he's an inspirational kind of like. And, and he created his own um, production, um, I guess, company, 0.0, and that's what he used throughout Parts Unknown, uh, which I, I imagine is his was his longest-running series um, compared to all his other ones. But the way that he... I'm not sure how much say he has in the way an episode is shot, or, like, I know, obviously, he has uh, his script where he narrates and and the people that he talks to but the way that his shows are shot are is just like it oh it never ceases to amaze me like i'm i'm always just like this is so aesthetically pleasing to look at like um even with the music the background music or like thing the narration that he he adds behind it but that's like as i guess as a journalist, I guess we could say that, uh, since we have our, our, our degrees in that, in that department. <laughs> <We> do. <laughs> <laughs> um, that is like, especially for like video journalism or video production, like I would love, love to do, uh, documentary journalism. And that is where I would, cause of the, I guess, few videos that I have actually, produced and edited like that is where i draw my inspiration from is the way that he shoots his i mean 
I don't know if he really considered himself a journalist, but that he is the kind of like, I guess, a journalist that I aspired kind of like to be like, like the, the way that he his, I guess, unapologeticness, like the way he, that he asks questions, um, everything, everything, except without his like colorful history. I am not a druggie, I guess. I don't know. But and um, maybe it might be controversial to say, but I, I, I do not think he committed suicide. All right. Moving on. Oh. <laughs> do, you, do you have like series that you want to um, add? Breaking Bad, Sopranos, Mad Men. Like it's <laughs> those are the consensus like top Did three s- for everybody. I know it's like a really another really boring answer, but oh, actually, you, you know, see, what? Uh, no, no, no. sorry, I take it back. Which- Avatar: The Last Airbender is my number one show of all time. Oh, but- Avatar's so good. Avatar's yeah, so fantastic. Good. Yeah, yeah. Um, did you see El Camino? Yeah, Netflix? yeah, I really liked it. I haven't finished. I'm still only like five episodes into Better Call Saul, though. I just like it's oh, so dude. like I'm having trouble committing just because I'm like, me too. It's a prequel, you know. I know where mm-hmm. he's going to end up, so the stakes are kind of lower. But once mm-hmm. I get past that and I start to get invested in the the new characters, I think I'll I'll be I'll be on for the for the ride, especially because the last season's coming out this year, so I want to catch up. Oh, before. okay. So then maybe yeah. I'll hop back on it because my friend and I tried it and maybe it was the length of time between the second and third season, but we were just like, we can't, it's taking too long, man. Like I can't just, I'm not going to, I guess, rededicate time to that again because it's been gone for so long, but I thought it was great. Like, especially that gift that people use, like, um, Saul's brother, like when he is, his like wrapping himself in the, in the foil foil dude. And he runs outside. That's great. That's great. Um, Okay. So let's move on. Top three. Ho, ho, ho. Here we go. This one I feel like is gonna like. <sighs> okay, whatever. Diving in. My third one, Studio Ghibli. Studio Ghibli. Uh, number three, Princess Mononoke. Um, have you seen it? Have you seen any Studio Ghib- Ghibli? I've Ghibli? only seen Spirited Away, and I watched it when I was in like eighth grade. And Dude. I got—I was so excited when, when HBO Max launched because I'm like, finally, I'm gonna binge all the Studio Ghibli movies. I'm gonna do, you know, like Howl's Moving Castle. I'm gonna start from the beginning and, and go through all the Hayao Miyazaki because, like, he—like, I'm fascinated by that guy. But I oh, just—I don't know. Like, I'm not. I just it's, never have the motivation to watch them, but I, I know I should. This this will, is, this will push me over the edge. Princess Mononoke is one of the best, like, as far as, like, anime movies. I mean, that as well as, like, Akira. Have you seen Akira? No, no. Oh, my God, dude. Okay. Um. So, okay, Princess Mononoke, written and directed by Hayao Miyazaki, animated by Studio Ghibli. Um... It's set in the late Muromachi period of Japan, approximately 1336 to 1573 CE, but it includes fantasy elements. The story follows a young Emishi prince named Ashitaka and his involvement in a struggle between the gods of a forest and the humans who consume its resources. The term Mononoke is not a name, but a Japanese word for supernatural, shape-shifting beings that possess people and cause suffering, disease, or death. It is, dude... Please watch this movie if you ever get the chance. It's like, it's so good. Like the soundtrack, everything. It's so, so good. Um, it, it, I guess so there's this like village that 
like it said, it consumes the resources around in this forest and it's just like deforestation and stuff like that. It, 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 it pinpoints, I guess, a lot of issues. Um, but there are these, like it said, gods of the forest and uh, this one uh, princess who is the princess of that forest and she has this like this wolf family that um that raised her and everything and it's 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 crazy it's it's absolutely insane it's crazy as you think any japanese anime movie can get like it's it's should i should i watch it dubbed or subbed um i i like it uh which is the one where it's like japanese voices but yeah, so sub, like subtitles. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yes, oh. yes. Like with, with in Japanese or in English? Yeah. Um, English subtitles, Japanese voices. Got it. Okay, so sub. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I mean, I don't know if actually, hmm, I would say both, dude. Fuck it. Like I yeah. <laughs> just just <laughs> I would say both. Um, but it's like it's it's so good it's just so good and i know people are probably going to be like what in the world is he even talking about but if you have seen any studio ghibli movies like they're great they're just great yeah it's on it's on my it's on my list man it's on my hbo watch list for sure 97 it came out in 97 that's a while ago yeah oh nice Um, nice yeah yeah so that Uh, was that was my number three number three all right um Okay, so my number three, it's actually like trending right now. I don't know why. I don't know why people are just now realizing what a performance this was. Oh, but um, I know. Do you know what I'm going to say? Yes, uh, yes. So yeah, my number three is School of Rock. Yes. Um, uh, yes. Starring Jack Black, directed by Richard Linklater. My friends and I like to call him Dickie Link. Um, and uh, Wait, Richard Linklater did... School of Rock, yeah, isn't that crazy, dude? You would never expect it, but um, he's he's a genius, man. I, I love Richard Linklater. Um, all the before the before movies, the before trilogy. Um, I lo- okay those yeah. those I was I was real real hesitant to put in my the that that first what is it before sun before rise. sunrise is the first one yeah, yeah. dude so good oh it's fantastic I think so I like the second good. one better I think I like before sunset better but you can't because it's like so you can't. You can't separate the two, you know, like you, you have to see the first one. I mean, before um, midnight was kind of just, I feel like that was a cash grab, but that's fine. Yeah, it was a little, it was definitely different. Um, but I like yeah. that they all three wrote it together, which is like Richard Linklater and Julie Delphi and Ethan Hawke all wrote um, the third one together, which I thought was kind of mm, cool. Um, okay. I like Ethan yeah. Hawke. Yeah, he's great. Yeah. Uh, but um, yeah, so, so School of Rock, um, I think I, I've had this as my hinge um well, yeah, because you know, like, on, I mean, you wouldn't know you're married, but like on the dating apps that are on Hinge specifically, <laughs> there's like prompts where like you like fill out like a like it, there's like different questions, and then you put in your answers, and then people can like comment on your answer when they like your when they like you. Interesting. Um, Interesting. So like one of my, it's like my hottest take or something, and the thing I filled out was like that Jack Black should have won the Oscar for School of Rock. Um, <laughs> like like dead serious like go back look at the nominees like he's like a treasure he he's so hilarious he's he's his great physical comedy i think mm-hmm. jack black is the funniest like physical comedian i've ever seen in my life mm-hmm. uh, i didn't get to see like chris farley i know he's like the other guy that that really people point to but yeah i mean he's and there's that movie like i quote more than any other any other movie Chalou. like it is 
Hello, you got a base. Um, <laughs> you know, like in the because I'm sexy and chubby, man. <laughs> or like, um, hand it over, Kurt Cobain. Like, there's just oh endless. My God. It's it's so funny. It's it's really um, I guess because it is trending, but it's really funny that there's this guy on TikTok. His name is Rod, and he does like a whole bunch of like millennial. Um, tiktoks and stuff related tiktoks and he was he had one that i uh my wife and i saw recently where he was just like do you guys remember the guy spider in school of rock and i was just like oh my god i totally remember him he was just like he is now like a congressman for his state what yeah (laughs) dude it's insane he was just like never give up on your dreams i was like dude that's insane insane wait i got it Spider School. Go look him up, dude. Go look it up. Like it, this is a real time reaction from Mason. Who is Spider from School of Rock, and why is he trending? <laughs> Yikes. That's cra- Lucas Babin. Yep. No way. Yeah, dude. Uh, he's great. He almost like got with Joan Cusack in that. Oh, oh yeah. Union band. Yeah. She's like, no, I am the principal of a school. That's like, hot. Oh, you're so hot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. Yep. District attorney. Yeah. In yeah. Woodville, Texas since twenty eighteen. Oh yeah, yeah he's, dude. A, he's a lawyer. Holy shit. Yeah, bro. Um see there you go. Another reason why that movie's fantastic. Um <laughs> But yeah, no, he it's just so well written. It's so it's just like such a feel good movie. Like it's so it's, great. it's not there's no like super heavy elements to it. It's not it doesn't take itself too seriously, but also like I mean, I've discovered so much great music from that from that movie too. Right? You know, like I don't right? think I would have really liked like the Clash and like, um, you know, like there, there's so many just yeah good bands and and the soundtrack is fantastic and and you know it helps like if if anyone else had played that like I don't think because he's a musician Jack Black like I think he it just adds so much to it that he's I'm sure he's like doing all of all the music. I mean, I'm sure they did a lot of ADR afterwards, but like mm-hmm. he probably played it in real time for a lot of those scenes. And oh yeah, yeah. Um, and all those kids were super talented. Like it's just yeah, it's it's my it's it's so hard to quantify why it's good because you describe it to someone and it's like yeah, this like loser like teaches kids how to play music <laughs> after um, getting kicked out of his band. Yeah, yeah. Um, you forgot about one little thing. It's called the music. The music. <laughs> Um, it's crazy yeah, no, that like Sarah Silverman's in that movie too. Yeah, and she's so mean and she's usually so funny. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Would you sell? Would you tell Picasso to sell his guitar? <laughs> <laughs> um, so no, it's it's uh it's it's great. It's it's I think it it and I watched it. I I didn't see it in the theater, but I saw it like when it first came out to rent when I was a kid. I was probably like eight or nine, and then then I bought it on like i got an itunes gift card and i had like the oh, first nice. ipod nano that played movies. oh my god yeah yeah and yeah. so i bought that movie and i would literally i would fall asleep to it like i would just have my headphones in and i would i would like watch it that's the awesome covers. and so i it's like burned into my mind now that, that and and then like another movie where like you love it when you're a kid and then now i have a new appreciation for it. like there's so much little yep. stuff that i missed and like just like the the yeah the the like people are like praising it now because it's like it's not it's very like body positive with all the like the the tamika mm-hmm. stuff and um yep. you know so yeah um it's yeah it's 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 jack black is great i've seen him in concert i've seen tenacious d in concert um, have, you, have you seen the pick of destiny yes yeah it's, it's oh, great dude. it's great 
yeah. Ah, yeah. Storm the Gates. I love, I love yeah. that movie. That movie. Yeah, is I listen so to that good. soundtrack when I when I run. I get like the <laughs> the final battle song. Like that gets me pumped. <laughs> um, so yeah, School of Rock, my number three. There's so many like me and my friend uh, when we were in the offices. Like we would we would just like um, at work match. We just be like, all right, let's start it now, and then we just work while listening to that soundtrack. Oh, great! It's great That's stuff. Awesome. That's cool. It's yeah. the end. Yeah, that battle scene with the devil, like to be your little bitch. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, what? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's great. Um, the the line you're gonna gargle mayonnaise. Is oh, dude! <laughs> no, 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 no. Disgust. It's so funny. It's shout so out funny. Dave Grawl, dude. Like, oh my god, yeah. What devil, a performance. Yeah. Um, and, um, um, that's another movie where like, I, 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 it's like a, you share experience. Like my, my roommate how went, lived in my college roommate. Like he and I just share that. We love that movie. Like I got him a t-shirt that says, actually it's Schneebley. Schneebley. Um, <laughs> so yeah, it's, it's, it's all about who you see it with, man. Um, shout out Kyle Gass. Uh, he was actually, he's actually, uh, born in Cage. Walnut Creek. Oh, I didn't know that. Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Walnut Creek. Um, I think he uh, lived on the same street as one of my friends. But, um, dude, that 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 movie has great, great cameos by like Ben Stiller and uh, oh yeah, Dave yeah. Grawl, as we mentioned. So good, and the the soundtrack is amazing. But yeah, um, School of Rock. I remember I watched that in middle school. I watched it in theater. It was great um, with uh, two of my friends. And we were like all about it, like for the next week. We were just like talking about it at school and everything. It's such a cool movie, um, especially when you're a kid. Like uh, as you mentioned, like you you look at all those kids and you're just like, oh, maybe I can like, uh, like like the the Asian kid with the piano and how he was like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, how he wasn't yeah. confident. And then Jack Black kind of injects that confidence in him. He's like, it's cool to like. Uh, play the piano and stuff and yeah. shows him the keyboards and the synths and everything it's a great movie good movie um great pick great great pick um all right number two for me i i'm like hoping so much that you've seen this movie because um it's i i, I don't think it's considered indie um but uh Coming in hot, number two, came out in 2008. It's called The Wackness. No, I have not seen it. Have you heard of it? It sounds familiar. Let me look it up. Okay, The Wackness. Um, if you've seen Drake and Josh, it stars Josh Peck. Um, oh, no way. Yeah, stars. it came out in 2008. I, I think it was a very, like, I don't think it got a lot of, um, like, promotional kind of attention. Um. But Ben Kingsley's in it. Um, I never know how to say this this actress's name, um, but she was uh, Jean Grey in the original X Men. Famke Janssen. Janssen or however. Janssen. I don't know. Yeah. Olivia Thirlby's in it. Mary Kay Olsen's in it, and Method Man. Um, it okay. It's so the I guess the synopsis it says it's the summer of 1994 and the streets of New York are pulsing with hip hop set against this backdrop a lonely teenager named Luke Shapiro spends his last summer before university selling marijuana throughout New York City trading it with his unorthodox psychotherapist for treatment while having a crush on his stepdaughter so there's like a bunch of layers um, in this and like 
the beginning so the beginning intro shot is like him talking to ben kingsley who's his psychotherapist and he doesn't have to pay for it obviously because he's like selling him weed in exchange for time um and then he like uh i i think it it had it it's a movie that addresses like mental health like back in 2008 um which i think is like extremely important um especially like if you're i guess it's kind of seen as like i guess like an extra like uh, it, obviously it's not for everyone like therapy and whatnot but like it there are definitely um some people that are that can use it um his parents are like they're like on the they like they're like fighting a lot and he's like not he's just really upset as a kid like he he as in like i think it's mostly because also that he's like hey he has a crush on this girl and like like the stereotypical thing where he's just she doesn't even know he exists kind of thing and then everyone goes away for the summer and then i guess her attention is set on him for that for that couple months and then everybody comes back and then things go back to normal like they have this like they have this like relationship throughout this uh throughout the summer and it's it's just a fucking cool movie like it's it's really cool maybe i'm just like i'm just like oh that'd be that'd be so like have you ever imagined being like oh that'd be so cool if i was like in my 20s or like late teens in like the 90s or like the mid 90s or early 90s or something like that uh i always thought about that because i thought it would be like amazing yeah actually my my roommate and i were talking about that the other night like we if we were if we were born in like the late 70s or early 80s and then we got to like um like like grow up in the 90s that'd be really awesome um so yeah uh that sounds really interesting i did not know that josh peck did like a yeah, like serious role like that it was easy yeah. getting it oh he was he was fantastic he was fantastic yeah. especially alongside ben like Kingsley. ben king yeah ben Kingsley's yeah, yeah. great all right, I'll tra- I remember seeing a trailer for that, and I don't think I ever saw. I never saw it, but I'm, I'm gonna check that out. Do you know? Is it like available to stream anywhere? I wouldn't doubt it, just because it's like, like I said, it didn't receive a lot of like promotional attention, and I think, mm-hmm. um, yeah, it came out in 2008, so over a decade ago. So I'm sure you could find it somewhere um, to stream. I like. Uh, I think it used to be on Netflix, yeah. uh, and then you know netflix kind of like dumps some of its movies yeah. out um, and I, I like the the director too he did um jonathan 50 and yeah yeah um oh, long shot was great yeah yep. it's great they're both good um all right yeah i will but yeah i'm glad yeah i'm glad i, I want to get rex out of this so this is this is good, i know I right yeah yeah it's it's um great. uh okay so my number two is um i i <laughs> <laughs> I don't like that I love this movie as much as I do, but I love this movie so, so much. Um, okay. Uh, the Social Network, um, ah. written by Aaron Sorkin. Wait, I think I have by this. David Fincher. What, you have, I, you have, you have that movie on your list? No, no, no. I think I have the same, like, feeling towards it yeah, as you do. Yeah, It's, it's like, I mean, obviously, like, Mark Zuckerberg is a weird, bad person for other reasons that we didn't, they didn't foresee <laughs> when this movie came out, but, um... <laughs> and it's it's very broy and tech broy and and it's very male driven there's not a lot of <laughs> important female characters in this movie and the ones that are are like you know crazy um, yeah 
I'm sorry, I forgot my fuck you flip flops. Yeah. Well, that is now a huge TikTok thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, my products, the cleaners, along with my hoodie and my fuck you flip flops. You pretentious douchebag. Um, great job, Andrew Garfield. Like he, that's yeah. Because that's a that is if a, a lot of people the way that's written, like, it could not it could turn out very badly. Um, yeah. But yeah, Aaron Sorkin is. He's an interesting guy, you know. I think, um, like, revolutionary for his time. I love The West Wing. It's one of my favorite shows of all time. Although I haven't finished it because he left after season four. Um, but you know, his dialogue is is like it's you can spot it a mile away. If you heard Aaron Sorkin's dialogue, you're like, oh, that's an Aaron Sorkin movie. Um, mm-hmm. It's very fast paced. It's the script length is is supposed to be like double the. Usually you say like one page equals one minute of, of screen time, but with Sorkin it's like he could fit like you know um, like three pages into one minute um, because he mm-hmm. wants his actors to to talk super fast and and you pair that with David Fincher who's so meticulous about he you know he's known for to shoot um, scenes like a hundred times like the the opening scene of the Social Network they shot it ninety nine times wow um, and it's so like you, you can barely. Scene. Yeah, exactly, and it's like you can barely hear them because there's so much ambient noise, and and you're like, what are they? What are they talking about? Like, you're just finals clubs. What? What's going on? And like, yeah, yeah, it's so it does not give the audience any breaks. It doesn't do them any favors in terms of like exposition, and it kind of just throws you into it. I think Jesse Eisenberg crushed it. Um, mm-hmm. You know, Justin Timberlake was actually really, really good. He was um, surprisingly well. Yeah, surprisingly yeah, yeah. Um, and it's just so. It's flat two hours. It's so it should not be as dramatic as it is for the subject matter. Um, it's a, the, yeah. s- the score, oh my god, uh, Trent yeah. Reznor and Atticus Ross, the the um, the Nine Inch Nails guys. Like I study to that to that. I do work to that score, mm. that soundtrack, like constantly. Um, yeah, it gets me in the zone. Nice. Um, just Another, the way uh, that it's shot, like David Fincher is so it's it's the, the dimness and the the right. the crispness of it all. Like there's so much like you know um, the the depth of feel of everything, um, you know with like the the bokeh. Um, it's just a great movie. It's I, it's so it's like two three different guys at like the height of their powers in terms of mm-hmm. like creativity and it, they they made like a masterpiece. Like you can feel like the tension and betrayal in that score. Um, like from what I like take from it like the it's 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 so totally good agree. yeah it's so good um I don't know Mason another Army Hammer movie I don't know if I, we gotta... I literally I was like, I didn't want to give it away at the time but then I looked at my list and I'm like shit I have two Army Hammer movies on this list um yeah and he plays two really I have three because he plays two characters in this yeah <laughs> um um for, for all we know your he... number one's going to be Hannibal I don't know exactly don't know. yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah um but no, he uh, yeah, he's he's great in it. I mean, he he, <laughs> yeah. he crushes it, and he had to do the you know they had to do the CGI stuff with his face over the other guy. Imagine yep. being that guy, who's like cast is like you're gonna be the oh other twin, God. but we're not gonna use your face. Sorry. Yeah. Um. We just want your yeah, or just using yeah. you for your body, I guess. Exactly. Um, so yeah, it's um, I've seen this movie like this. I saw in the the I remember seeing the trailer in the theater, and they did um. Me too. Me too. Uh, what was it um. Radiohead's creep but with like a it's like the choir or the chorus yeah. version of it like a choir singing it in the trailer and it was like very eerie 
Mm-hmm. And I'm like, why does this movie seem so creepy and dramatic for right. the creation of the Facebook? Of Facebook, like, why is it? And I was just so intrigued by. It. I'm like, this is gonna be, like, I was just caught off guard. Even at age, what it was, t- 2010. So I was 12. I was like, well, this is odd. And then yeah. I saw the tra- the movie, and it it like exceeded my expectations. I was already so excited for it, and then yeah. like it just blew me away. Yeah, another movie where like now I appreciate it even more. Like there's so much subtle stuff to it, and um, like you know, like um, what's the the woman from The Office uh, and Parks and Rec? Amy um, Poehler. No, not Amy Poehler. No, uh, um, she's yeah, I can't. But she like she plays like the the um like the younger attorney in the in the deposition room, and she kills it. Like everyone has these tiny oh, little roles. Right. That they all you know yeah, she's she's great. Um. But I mean Jesse Eisenberg just like that that you that's that role was like made for him and that I was yeah the the script like pairing Aaron Sorkin and, and him is is like you know brilliant um so yeah yeah it's it's totally. a douchey movie but I, I think it still holds <laughs> up I think it's the best movie of of the decade of like the 2010s and really that was like when I really started like going into movies like I really like started like I would watch every Oscar movie and like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think one it should have won that year. I think it lost to the King's Speech, which like good movie, I haven't but I mean, seen it, yeah. come on, like it's it's fine. Um but uh yeah, no, he it's 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 a great movie. And I could I I never get sick of watching it. Like whenever anyone I know hasn't seen it, I'm like, "We're watching it. Let's watch it." And I have yeah. it on I have yeah. it on iTunes, so I just like pull it up on my phone or whatever. I'll nice. like stream it to the TV or whatever. Like we will like there's nice. always and it's it's great. It's great. Yeah, that's uh, okay. So I didn't, because I was just like, I was like, why do I like this movie so much? Like, I don't know if it's, I was like, should I like it as much as I as I do? Like, I don't understand why I like it and yeah. why if I do feel like whatever shame for liking it, why? Mm-hmm. Like, I, I, it's a good movie. It's a good movie. Um, I feel like Andrew Garfield does a, a really good job as well. Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, Jesse Eisenberg, put him in any kind of asshole role, the gold. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. Have you seen that one that he did with, um, oh, how am I even, Jason, no, yeah, uh, Siegel, um, Forgetting oh, Sarah Marshall, plays... The Last Tour. Oh, yeah, um, the, the David Foster Wallace movie. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Have you seen that um, one? No, because I, I, I was like, I'm going to see this, but first I'm going to read Infinite Jest. Oh, my God. <laughs> that's, like, that's, never going to happen, so I'm never going to see the movie. <laughs> that's, like, that's like reading War and Peace by Tolstoy. Yeah, it's like, like I'm going to read the Bible. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, that was actually on, on, I have, like, a list of, of books that I want to get, and Infinite Jest is definitely on, on one of yeah. them. But My roommate in college, he, he got it. I'm like, dude, I'm committing. I'm reading it. Uh, and he, he's like, I'm 50 pages in. It's really good so far. And he, I don't think he... I mean, I don't know, if Diego, if you're listening, have you finished Infinite <laughs> Jest, let me know. But I <laughs> there was, I remember um, this guy I knew, like, back in the day, he he, he got, like, mind comp, and I was just like, are you actually no going to read it? <laughs> yeah, I was like, are you actually going to read it, or do you think right. it's just, like, a cool book to put on your shelf or something? Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Anyway. Jesus, um, Jesus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, anyway, yeah, Social Network great movie i'm i'm glad you kind of like validated that for me because <laughs> i was yeah. just like i i was just like i kind of want to watch it again um 
especially like because maybe it's just the way that justin timberlake is or the way that he plays that character but you're just like dude you like through the screen like i can smell betrayal on you like it's it's yeah it's just he he plays that person so well and it's 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 ironic too because like he was one of the people that was like i'm sure he lost a lot of money because he was coming up right when napster became a thing like when the the music industry became Mm -hmm. like hit the internet and like you know like it's all free now Mm -hmm. like so he probably sean parker probably like screwed justin timberlake over a lot you know like indirectly and then he's playing him in a movie so that's pretty funny totally totally great pick social network 2010 i don't i did i watch it in the in the theater i forget i forget i'm pretty sure i did though um great pick um all right here we go here we go it's the big one it's okay um let's see what can i what can i what can i say to kind of encapsulate this movie there's there's no words i guess okay so my number one um I, I do wish that the um, my only only thing with this movie is that I do wish that there was more diversity in the cast, um, but it, it came out in 1997. I I did not watch it in theaters, um, but it's Good Will Hunting. Um, <laughs> Great a, movie. Yeah, American drama film directed by Gus Van Sant. Starring Robin Williams, the one and only, Matt Damon, Ben Affleck, Minnie Driver, and Stellan Skarsgård. Written by Affleck and Damon, the film follows the 20-year-old South Boston janitor Will Hunting, an unrecognized genius who, as part of a deferred prosecution agreement after assaulting a police officer, becomes a client of a therapist and studies advanced mathematics with a renowned professor from MIT. Through his therapy sessions, Will reevaluates his relationships with his best friend, his girlfriend, and himself, facing the significant task of confronting his past and thinking about his future. I like. There's so many good, as as, as with every other good movie, like so many nice one-liners that you can just, I guess, quote throughout the day. Like, how do, do you like? Do them you apples? like apples? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I got a number. How do you like them apples? How do you like them apples? Um, and especially that that monologue that Robin Williams, he, he meets um, Matt Damon over at the park. Do you remember yeah. that scene? Yeah, and, the baseball he, one. He had to see about a girl. Yeah. Was yeah, that that uh, one or no? Well, no, the one where he's just like, um, he's just like, you're a smart kid. but uh, And you know a lot about like, um, he's like... Uh, I, I bet you read like a, a lot about art and war, but he's just like, but I bet you can't tell me what it smells like inside the Sistine Chapel. Right. Um, and it's just like, cause like you can, it, it addresses so many things. Like he, he's like, you've never been out of Boston. Um, it's, it's so crazy how he's just like, yeah, these experiences are things that kind of shape who we are, regardless of how many, how much literature you can read or anything like that. Um, like going out and experiencing it is is more education that you can find in a book i guess is what he's trying to get at um yeah but like everything like robin williams is great dude he's such he's so so good in this movie um he kills that, it. yeah and, and now you can see why oh i'm just like i wish there was kind of like more diversity um but i mean their group um i guess that's like a 
I don't know. To, I've never been to Boston. I would love to go to Boston. Me too. Um, yeah. Uh, you're, I mean, right now you're like kind of like right there. I know, yeah. I that's it's it's the that's the goal. Is like probably in the next few weeks. Honestly, I'm gonna go because my roommates went. Uh, like, uh, I don't know why I didn't go, but um, but I kind of just want to go by myself and just like explore like for a weekend. You know, just like yeah, see every, all the historical stuff and, and yeah, I've seen so many Boston movies. I've seen you know like like <laughs> I mean, Manchester by the Sea. I guess is like not in Boston, but it's in Massachusetts. And then like mm-hmm. you got the town and. Yeah, there's the town, it's yeah. It's great, yeah, yeah. Ben Affleck loves his uh, New England movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, Ben Affleck's great in it. Um, Minnie Driver, yeah. she's even great in it. Um, I, I, I love how he's just like, when they're, uh, what is it? Ho- not horse racing, dog, dog racing, right? Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. And he's just like, Mikey, Timmy, Bobby, Rob, dude, I was like, gonna say my my the Diego, the guy that I my roommate, my yeah. freshman or college roommate, he can name that, he can do no, that whole dude. all twelve brothers, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's so funny, and in a, like an impeccable Boston accent too the whole time. It's oh great. my, yeah, it's that's awesome. Impressive. Yeah, Mitten, Mikey, dude. Timmy, Tommy, Johnny, Lori, yeah. and Brian. <laughs> Say him again, and he just that's, does it. Yeah, yeah. Jeez, dude, maybe yeah. maybe we got to get Diego on 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 a podcast one of these. Yeah, days. he's a big movie buff. Yeah, nice. Yeah. And he's very good at impressions. He actually has an Army Hammer impression, but he can't. And now he can't. I mean, he uses it, but he incorporates the cannibal stuff. Into oh it. God. Um, yeah, it's pretty funny. Yeah, he's a he's, um, a, he's quite the character. That's that's great. Yeah, we'll probably get get him on here one of these days. Yeah. Definitely. Um, the music by Danny Elfman. Enough said. Um, uh, what else? Um, I had, I had, I mean, especially that scene where he's just like, uh, where, uh, it's not your fault. Yeah. yeah, Oh, dude, it's not your fault. Uh, in the bar when he first meet, first meets, uh, mini driver and she's like, yeah, the guy with the Mm -hmm. Michael Bolton haircut. And he's just like, uh, my friend's wicked smart. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) And then uh, can we stop and pause? And just how great is it that Marcus Smart's name is Marcus Smart and he's in Boston? <laughs> and he's in Boston. Like, uh, Marcus Smart, Marcus like it's Smart. so perfect. He, that it's guy a, was made to be in Boston. It's great. It's great. And I think the announcer, like Scalabrini, I think they just go oh, yeah. all in on that on that bit. Well, and Tommy Heinsohn before he passed away it was oh, just dude, yeah, Marcus Smart, yeah. Marcus Smart. <laughs> oh God. Um, <laughs> and then the that one scene where he's like looking for. Um, therapists and he's just like he's uh he's on the couch and he has his eyes closed and he's just like yeah i'm in the club and he's like (laughs) (laughs) the therapist he's just like what yeah yeah it's uh no it's a great movie that and that this a movie that almost made my list uh but like the scene in step brothers when uh daryl's doing therapy and he's like yeah like Sometimes uh, oh I work God. as a janitor, and sometimes, you know, I'll just, like, see an equation written on the board, and I'll just, like, solve it when nobody's looking. And, and the therapist's Jesus. like, is that the plot of Google Hunting? <laughs> no, I don't think so. I'm pretty sure it's not, but... <laughs> Step Brothers is my a best great... Friend, my best friend is Ben Affleck. <laughs> oh, my God, dude. Yeah. Step, yeah, Step Brothers, Brothers is great. So good. My list. Yeah. So yeah. good. Um, but, yeah, I, I mean... It's been it's been like so when I was making my my list I was just like the I told you for a while now that I only had two movies and like the first two movies like I I 
in order in my head i was just like okay the first one that popped up was goodwill hunting so that's probably my mm-hmm. my favorite movie and then the second one was the whackness and i was just like okay the other ones i do admit i had to like like obviously they're they're my personal favorite uh, but I didn't have to go online and be like, oh yeah, I like that movie a lot, like more than yeah. more yeah. than most and, and stuff like that. So I I keep a list. Like I have my favorite movies of. Well, it started with like I wanted because at the end of 2020, all these websites were doing like their best movies of the decade, mm-hmm. and so I made my own list for that. And then I'm like, screw it, like I'm gonna make like my all time list. Which to be fair, like I haven't, you know, like I'm not. I, I'm just, as you can tell by both of our lists, like we don't really. We're not, we're not historians. I don't, like I haven't. I've <laughs> seen. I've. I just. I just watched um, uh, Citizen Kane for the first time, so I could watch Mank, the new David Fincher movie. See, I haven't um, even seen Citizen. Oh wait, yes, I have. It's just been a long time, and I don't Rosebud. even like. Yeah, it's like uh, um, Twelve Angry Men. Like I haven't seen that movie in like haven't a long time. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. So apparently so, they're uh, recalling it Twelve Angry Jurors. Um, oh, they're renaming it. To be more, it. yeah, to be more like with the times, I guess. Right. Huh. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, so like my most of my favorite movies of the decade also are in my favorite movies of all time. I think. Well, let me look at my list. So, two of my here. I'll give you a hint at my number one. Oh so, God! Here we go. Well, two of my movies were from the 2010s: The Social Network and uh, and Call Me by Your Name. Yeah. And then. Pulp Fiction was the 90s, School of Rock was the 2000s, and then my number mm-hmm. one movie is in the 80s. In, so, in yeah. the 80s. Um, um, and this was, so like, this was the, yeah, do you have any guesses? Do you have any? Do you have, like, what what other hints can you throw at me, I guess? Well, this this was when, when, when you, the confusion with, like, what, uh, having series, oh. I thought you meant, like, movie series, like. Oh, like a, interesting. Wow. Yeah. Um. So do you have any? Should I, I go for it? You got it. Yeah, just go. I have. I'm. So I it, this is my favorite movie of the series. So it represents the entire series. Really, if I could pick okay. a number one, it would be the entire, the entire Star Wars saga. Um, oh. <laughs> um, I, 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 it's 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 no by no it's Empire Strikes Back is is the movie, mm-hmm. but by no means is it a perfect movie. It's corny at times. Mark Hamill is. He's a good actor, but he, he can be over the top. Um, um, and it's, you know, it's obviously yeah. like, yeah. it's not. Yeah. But what it represents and like what it, what Star Wars means, like personally to me, it's just like, it's, it's, I don't remember a time in my life when I hadn't seen Star Wars. I, like, right. I, I think my parents must have just put it in front of me at a very, very early age. And at the time the prequels were coming out. And so there was like a lot of it in the culture. Um, and it's just it's it's the most I don't think any movie has like or tr- series has like opened up my imagination more, you know. Like I think it's mm-hmm. like I I have dreams about Star Wars all the time. Like I, I <laughs> any like stick sized thing like I will use as a lightsaber as a lightsaber. Like I will pick yeah. up and and just swirl, you know twirl around as you should. Um, yeah, and like the the mythology of the force and like the the world building that's that's the thing is like these fantasy stories i'm drawn to like i i just i'm so i can't believe this came out of one dude's head In, who insane. also bay area guy from, yep. from modesto um that's would you, you consider know that bay area or is that not considered the bay area it's ah, too far east huh <laughs> kind of it's just I, I, I default to you on that but the the interesting part of that is that because you know do you you know the story like behind the 8080s right no um, how he got that idea 
No, no, I don't. So he what, what he is? used to work at the um, at the, on the port of Oakland, and you know those big cranes. Oh yeah, yeah. That's yeah, where he got the ideas the... to make the oh, AT no or make them that shape. Yeah. Yeah, the ones you see when you're like once you get out of the tunnel on Bart, like exactly. When you get on the other side. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I did not know that. Damn. Yeah. See, that's the thing. It's such it's, a rich, dude. like history. Yeah. And I started his biography. I still haven't finished it, but, um, and just like it's it's the one of the most fun ways to engage with other people. You know, it's mm-hmm. like this and like the Marvel movies. If you want to like have a conversation with someone you never met. Like, you, chances are they've seen these movies, you know, and yeah. they, they probably have opinions about them. Yep. And obviously, like, the discord around it is so, like, toxic now, but it's yeah. still fun to talk about and argue about. And, like, there's so much of it. Like, people can find their own little pockets. Like, so many people just love the Clone Wars or, mm-hmm. you know, like, the prequels Weird. were hated for the longest time. And, yeah, That'd be kind of weird. Like, <laughs> What, if they just love the Clone Wars and nothing else? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no, because, like, I, I feel like, well, I don't know. The Phantom Menace was really cheesy as well. Mm-hmm. Um, no, the prequels are objectively bad. Yeah. But, like, I have such a soft spot for them because I grew up with them. Yeah. Really, if you break it down, like, there's only two good Star Wars movies out of, like, 11. Maybe three or four. But, like, the, I would, it's, like, I would definitely yeah. say Rogue One is one of them. Yeah, Rogue One, the New Hope, Empire Strikes Back... And then, like, I stand for The Last Jedi. Uh, a lot of people think it's, okay, like, the okay. worst one. And it's, like, a you know, oh, my God. Um, uh, but, yeah, that was, like, that was when I really was, like, questioning my, you know, I was, like, wow, like, this this is just people are just so, there's so much animosity. And, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, and then, but, yeah, like, Revenge of the Sith, honestly, like, might be, I was deciding between that and Empire Strikes Back for which movie I would pick to represent. Mm-hmm. And Empire Strikes Back is like objectively the best that, movie. That's the I, I would argue that that's like the best Star Wars movie out of all of them. Yeah, no, I, and I've seen the case be made. And I I love that movie. Like I think I mm-hmm. probably quote that movie more than I quote Empire Strikes Back. But I think objectively, like Empire bro. Strikes Back. Uh, no, there's no Tauntauns in. Oh yeah, and Empire Strikes Back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, Sorry, yeah. I thought you meant in um, Revenge of the Sith. Um, but yeah, it's I. I like I have Star Wars posters in my room. I have mm-hmm. more toys and lightsabers than I can count. Um, and so, yeah, I have think you, it's like it's a good representation of like what how a movie can impact a person and like kind of just like or it, just it affect a, who they are, you know, affect a culture, just like an entire culture. Oh, yeah. Like you could argue that Star Wars is like part of American culture if if Americans Absolutely. have any. Yeah, um, especially now that they're coming out again, it's like a tradition to go. I think Marvel is probably the the de facto one right now right now but I think yeah that, yeah i think that star wars had that mantle for the longest time mm-hmm. um, and it, yeah it bonds generations that's one thing that marvel doesn't have is it's not as old like where you can mm-hmm. like i have conversations with like people in their 60s who are like i saw a new that's hope well, we didn't even call it a new hope then we just called it star wars and it i saw it in a drive-in star theater <laughs> yeah yeah um and then there are people who like like my we went to DC and we visited my roommate's family and she, or her, her I guess it would be her cousin. Um, he, he's like four and he mm-hmm. saw my, I had star Wars socks on. He's like star Wars. Nice. I'm like, wow, like that's crazy. Like he's, <laughs> he doesn't know the difference between a new hope in 1977 and like, yeah, you know, like the, the Mandalorian. So like, that's, it's just so cool that it can like bridge generations. And, oh my God. Yeah. And I like that now it's sort of, almost like a comic book thing where the, no one has ownership of it anymore. Like there's going to be all these different filmmakers and creators who mm-hmm. can have their, try their hand at it and, and kind of like find their own little corner of this universe and, and create something original, but 
still tied in with the larger, mm-hmm. you know, uh, mythos of it. Um, and that, I think it's really cool. I know it's like there's people who are unhappy with a lot of it and it's frustrating at times. But at the end of the day, it, like if you are that passionate about it, it must have done something right. You know, that's the thing about uh, Rogue One that really just like I, I, my like I was just speechless. And, like my jaw just dropped was the end scene where you see Vader going after um, oh, yeah. Leia and you're just like oh my god you're like that's a new hope like that's crazy (laughs) yeah it's it's how they bridge those two is just like so it's like it was literally one after the other yeah Yeah. um a great 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 pick um yeah empire strikes back you know like the 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 filmmaking itself like i'm obviously not like a i don't know the technical the technical aspects of it but like Mm -hmm. the original movies how it was all like you know, like stop motion and, and figurines exactly, and, yeah. and, you know, the, they had a small budget for the first one and, and just like the, I know it moved the, the industry forward. Yeah. And then same with the prequels. Like that was what like uh, people point to Jurassic Park, but like, I mean, as much as you hate to say it, Jar Jar Binks was the first <laughs> fully CGI motion capture character, you know, like, have you, like, <laughs> have you heard that, uh, that theory that Jar Jar Binks is the, uh, is Snoke? The one pulling all the strings, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that he's actually a Sith Lord, yeah. I, I love that. That's the other thing, is I love the theorizing. When, like, Force oh, Awakens yeah. came out, they're like, Snoke is Jar Jar Binks. Like, oh, yeah. There's, like, they, they're, people are picking out, like, scenes where, like, Jar Jar, like, subtly uses the Force <laughs> and nobody knows. Um, yeah, so shit like that. It's it's just great. I could talk about it all day. Have, have you been to Galaxy's Edge? I did. I went last year. Before, actually, we got in right before COVID, which was clutch. Nice. Um, yeah, and it was, it was really fun. Yeah, it's, I think there's a lot of like potential for it um and i think they should like i don't know the, the sequel movies are kind of like uh you know it's hard to navigate that i, I like them I, I hated the last one but i like the first two um would you say that those are cash that, grabs no i think okay i okay. mean Fair to enough. the extent that like any any movie at the at the at the you know the, the core of it is to make money but like i think mm-hmm. they I think the last one, yeah, the Rise of Skywalker. I think J.J. Abrams just phoned that in like that. I don't think he put a lot of time and thought into. It. And same with, um, what's his name, the the guy who wrote it. Um, oh, I can't think of his name right now. But um, Rise of the, Skywalker. His, yeah, his like his like it was co-wrote by J.J. and this guy wrote. Um, oh, I don't even see it. Yeah. Anyway, um, he, Colin yeah, Trevorrow. They, no, he was supposed to direct it, and then he got he got canned. Um, but uh, Chris Terrio. Chris Terrio. Yeah. Terrio. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't think they put a lot of thought into the script, and they kind of just yeah you know, threw it together, um, and that felt like a cash grab. But the first two, I felt like they were creative, and yes, they had like echoed the original movies, and and but I, I think. I like the character. Like Kylo Ren is probably like my favorite Star Wars character. Like either him or Obi Wan Kenobi. Um, ah. So like you know, like I think that he's a very interesting. And that's mostly just Adam Driver's performance. Like I think he's like the best actor that has ever been in a Star Wars movie. Um, Are you sure it's not Jar Jar Binks? <laughs> yeah, Ahmed <laughs> Best. Yeah, there was a rumor that he was going to be in the Obi Wan TV show, and I was really stressed about that. But oh my god, be. I can't wait for yeah. that. Actually, by the way. Oh, I'm so excited for that. Yeah. 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 Ewan McGregor. He's he's great. Um, but yeah, so I think like, yeah, Galaxy's Edge is great. Um, but I think once they start doing more like of the original trilogy, like reintegrating that into the parks, I think that'll be cool. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. I, I, I've never been uh, Galaxy's Edge. I actually haven't been to Disneyland or Disney World in like years, but that's besides the point. You know, I, I'm due for a visit. Um, yeah, like, there's like so many different like like in even in other movies like so many references to star wars and and everything you kind of see you know um it, it's just i don't you can't really like i mean i implore you to pick another movie that has impacted american culture more i guess than like the star wars movies um yeah, i agree i don't think i don't think you could it's 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 ubiquitous like it's literally yeah. like i don't know if there's if you haven't seen a Star Wars movie, you know of the iconic characters. Like, there's no way... Like, how do you not know who Darth Vader is? Like, it's just impossible, yeah. you know? Luke Skywalker. Like, you've, yeah. you've heard these yeah. names before, regardless if you've seen it. Um, I mean, should we throw in, like, uh, little caveats, I guess? of like Because you mentioned Lord of the Rings, and that's definitely, like, one of my favorite... Mo- yeah, whether yeah. it be The Hobbit definitely. or... Uh, or, um, I guess, I don't know. If... if I, I remember saying back then that the two towers was like my favorite out of the three and people were just like you're that's in, that's like the worst one of, out of the three and I was like what really is that the like no, consensus? That, has, that has Helm's Deep though that, that the exa- of Helm's Deep you know thank yeah, you that's, that's thank crazy. you exactly exactly um people were just like oh um the fellowship the first one's the best and I'm just like I think that one has like the least oh, obviously you need it to build the plot and everything but I think that one has the least amount of action in it um, yeah no i think like I, I just love the shire so like i have a, like a like it's like this my, like my happy place so like, yeah. <laughs> I, like, I get to see that as much as possible in, in that in the fellowship so but yeah they're it's i kind of just view those all as one movie especially because they were shot exactly back, like, yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 that's i think that's the first movie where i just like or first i guess set of movies where i'm just like nice you can see this year after year after year instead of having yeah. to wait like three years exactly um and then obviously there's avengers like i I yeah, that's s- what I was gonna ask you. I was gonna say if the, if you had to put a Marvel movie on this list, where what would you? Which one would you pick? Oh my god! I mean, you can't separate Infinity War and Endgame, though. I yeah, feel like, exactly. um, but like I ha- I I love Spider Man. So mm-hmm. Spider Man Far From Home. Um, you like Far From Home more than Homecoming? Yeah, I mean, they're both great. Y- yeah, they're both great. I, 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 there are some things that I do like about Homecoming more, but Far From Home, I feel like, is just, uh, it, it, because he's in his, like, you know, he's in Brooklyn. He's in New York City. Like, that's... Uh, yeah. I think he's in Queens, but yeah, yeah. Queens, Queens. Yeah, yeah. Captain, Captain America. Captain America is from yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that was the thing about um, Civil War. He was just like, where are you from? Yeah, where are you from, kid? <laughs> yeah. Queen, Brooklyn. <laughs> um civil war actually that's that's another great one um yeah no it's uh, it's phase three like uh, i feel like there's there's no bad ones in that Um, exactly yeah yeah doctor strange i'd probably go doctor strange is great i'm really excited for the second one yeah i'd probably go infinity war if i had to pick one um just because but it's like like you said you can't separate well you can't even separate like like the reason I liked Infinity War so much is because it was like so rewarding after seeing twenty of those movies. You're like, holy shit, they're all on the same screen, and they they did a good yeah. job of it. It didn't feel like overwhelming or or you know too too much. It was like I, I like I like how Infinity War they divided up the characters um, a little bit, but mm-hmm. um, yeah, no, it's Marvel is it's it's an achievement for sure. I mean, it, yeah, it, like like you said about cash grabs, but it's like 
it's creative and and well yeah. casted, well shot. So that, yeah, it's huge budget, a lot of expensive yeah. actors and actresses. Like it's, but that doesn't mean that doesn't necessarily mean success. I mean, look at the DC mm-hmm. movies. Like it, you you can still screw that up. You know, it's not like it's there's no yeah. such thing as too big to fail. You know, like um, true, very true. So yeah, I think that, yeah they've done a good job. Yeah, man. Any, I mean, anything else to add? I think that was like a, that was one hell of a of a movie pod. Yeah, I'm exhausted. Um, uh, yeah, everybody go. If you feel if you're vaccinated and feel healthy, please go to your local theater and yes. watch a movie. Because um, the arc lights closed, and I'm super sad about that. So, man. Um, yeah. Uh, hopefully, you know we will. I, it's it looks like Shang Chi the next Marvel movie not Black Widow oh, but the dude. one after that is gonna the trailer looks tight yeah yeah I cannot wait that. I remember they, watching them film that here like I couldn't oh wait. yeah it's in, in San Francisco huh yeah yep. yeah yep. Um, but that they're saying that's only gonna come out in theaters so hopefully they'll stick to that and not do okay. this Disney Plus nonsense and yeah. um you know we can we can go back to seeing movies in in the theater yeah I I can't wait. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Uh, Tune in next week for another actual Between the 94 podcast. Um, Yeah, thank you all. And uh, that was fun, Mason. That was was a good one. We need to do more like these kinds, I guess. Absolutely. I agree. All right. Thanks, everyone.